So how is COVID-19 affecting the real estate market and you know how are agents reacting to it and doing business day to day and as an agent, how should you be carrying yourself? A pile of DMs and questions from the audience, figured it was time for an update so we would elaborate on the topic a little bit more in depth and give our thoughts and views as to where things started, where they are now and kind of where they're headed. So let's go right to the beginning. Let's talk, you know, early March when everybody thought, you know, this is something that's overseas. It's not a problem here. Nobody's died yet. More people die of the flu and so on and so forth. And it just kind of carried on business as usual. Now, if I'm talking about our territory, I'm talking about L-Star. So the London St. Thomas board, but it actually covers pretty much from Grand Bend to Port Stanley, let's say Woodstock to Sarnia, um, a little bit up the coast. And then depending on those areas, probably one of the number one spots in the country that people are investing in. So we saw a fevered pitch, property selling 100 grand over asking price, tons of new inventory, but the churn rate and how quickly it was selling was just so fast. But all of a sudden, people started paying attention to the news and what was happening and hearing that they were gonna shut the borders and things were gonna happen and these sequence of events were gonna happen. And think about it, it was right before March break. What typically happens in the real estate market is Right before March break, there's a little lull. There's less listings than you normally see because people know that a lot of people are going away. There's not people in town. And the smart agents quite often will list the week that people are back in school, back at the office, looking at their computers, which would have been like March 25th. Problem is they shut the borders and started banning travel right at that week. So what would normally be the typical spring market turned into something very, very different. And a lot of people that had plans to hit the ground running in April, all of a sudden were wondering, Oh my gosh, I'm not going anywhere for a couple weeks. They're going to ban essential businesses. Am I an essential business? At that first round, real estate agents actually got deemed an essential service. I mean, everything seemed to be an essential service at that point. What happened was we got issued an order from up top, which is Oria and Rico, indicating we were to stop doing business as usual and only do the files that had to get closed off, do everything as virtually as we could. But everybody that was doing business out there was typically doing it because their clients just had to sell. Maybe they went firm on a deal planning to sell in April and then all of a sudden were had to list or you know they had sold their place already, they was gonna close and they had to get something else. A lot has happened. I could probably talk for an hour about all the different things I've seen from the investment side, residential and commercial side. But let's just talk about standard of practice for a second. You know, One of my biggest issues with our industry is we have no standard of practice. Honestly, I fight every single day to try and put as much information out there as I can. I try to be as honest and as ethical as humanly possible to raise the bar for everybody else out there and collaborate with a lot of amazing agents in our community to raise that bar. I sit on three separate boards with some amazing people for that reason alone because I think, you know, I tell agents this all the time, if the public views us in a certain light, it's our fault. We did it to ourselves. Stop blaming other people for your problems and try fixing it from the inside. Now, it's kind of my joke is we're always, you know, trying to fix the industry from the inside, but this is a problem because in our industry, there is no standard of care and no standard of practice. You know, we do have ethics and moral obligations and everything else that we're bound by by our licensing, but at the end of the day, if you start jumping into these real estate groups, you hear all these stories of people not doing the social distancing, not practicing the health policies and everything else. And to me, that's something that I take deadly seriously. So when this all happened, we actually you know, started building documents, talking to lawyers, talking to other top producers across the nation in terms of what they were doing to protect their sellers and buyers, agents, teams, equipping them with procedures on how to go about doing things, start setting things up virtually. You know, We actually have systems now where we do showings absolutely virtually. So if you wanna go shopping for houses, plan a new construction, talk about building a new office, 
There's a million things we can do now that actually take like 60 to 90 days to execute on. So we're doing so many consultations throughout this period of time because we have time. So, you know, people are freaking out about different situations and just want to talk to somebody. We're here for that. That's how we're doing business. That said, we're still executing files that absolutely need to be executed, but doing it in a manner where everybody's protected. We have documents that are being signed. We have indemnifications to make sure that, you know, the sellers understand the buyers haven't been traveling and exposed to COVID. Again, I could do like an hour episode just on that. But I mean, I'm talking 40 to 100 hours put into just developing those systems. I've also had conversations with other agents coming to see our properties where I ask them for documents like this and they have no idea what I'm talking about. So that to me is a bit of a problem because again, there should be something from the top that comes down saying, hey, use this document, should protect everybody. And you know, how do I know that that online lead you picked up wasn't just in China and then walking to the house of my client who maybe has kids and then exposing them to COVID. Like there's a lot of problems that can happen. But the other issue we're seeing, a lot of agents that just wanna stay home and don't wanna go out and do business are concerned that, well, that other agent's gonna go out and take that listing. I'm gonna lose out on that business. This can all be wrapped up in a month and then I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna lose business over it. So you are seeing a bit of that happening in the marketplace. But what I would say is if you're a real estate agent and you're on a team or you work for a brokerage, that brokerage should be giving you direction. If it's not giving you direction, you can go through a sequence of events and you know start resort and do what I said before. You know, Blame yourself that you don't have the right equipment and go out and actually get it or educate yourself on how you should be handling things, what you should be doing and not be doing. But let's talk back market update. Knowing all that, knowing that there isn't necessarily a standard of care, if 100 agents were out showing properties back in March, there's maybe only 30 or 40 now. Don't get it twisted. If you read the market stats at our board, it says we have the best March, I think, ever, or it increased volume from last year. Whatever that means doesn't really mean anything because all of this happened mid-end of March. And all of our statistics that were through in March, you know, a lot of them came from sales that happened in February and January, you know, closings and sales and everything else, right? So keep in mind, you know, the statistics don't necessarily reflecting what's happening today. And I think you're gonna see a big drop in volume. Now, my buddy Jazz actually mentioned that the other day saying, you know, don't get volume and number of sales twisted with what's happening in the marketplace because we're still seeing very strong appreciation, property selling for more than they were purchased even a year ago. You know, we're seeing big jumps in our marketplace because the demand is still there. Just the number of transactions is very different and it's also changing people's buying habits. So that conversation I had around virtual showings, what that looks like from the buyer side, you know, what it looks like from the seller side is drastically different as well. How we're going out and doing CMAs and pricing and everything too, we're not even having to go out quite often. We're getting a ton of information virtually, going through an entire listing process virtually, listing virtually, doing a purchase virtually, and then getting under contract and then closing it. So you can do business if you absolutely need to in an honest, ethical, and smart way, but keep in mind, you have to have systems and processes in place, and if you wing it, you could end up in a big legal battle at the end of this because you're exposing other people to risks that they don't necessarily need to be exposed to. You know, one of the main questions I kept getting was, you know, where is this going? I'll be flat out honest with you, I have no idea, and anybody that tells you that they have, you know, a guarantee on the market's gonna be amazing, this is gonna happen or that's gonna happen, they're lying to you because nobody has a crystal ball. Even the top health officials don't know what this is. Am I confident that we're in a good market? Yes. Am I preparing for the worst case scenario? Yes, because that's my job. My job isn't to just pretend everything's okay and stick my head in the sand. My job is to create a better system or a better mousetrap so that when we come out of this, 
we have a stronger foundation than we did going into it. And to be there to support the people, my community, and everybody I possibly can in whatever way I can. And I guess the one thing that we all have right now is time. So, you know, to wrap it up, from a market perspective, still very active. Are they gonna let us continue to do business for the next month or two months? Who knows, they may stop it next week, but there still is activity and buyers pulling the trigger, properties are still selling, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of sold signs and new signs going up. So business is happening. Hopefully that gives you some insights into what's happening in the industry. You know, put anything in the comments, DM, you know, obviously hit that like button and we'll show up in your feed a little bit more and you'll get more of our daily updates. But if there's any other information you guys need, we are here for you. We're a community resource. That's how we look at Prime and we're just trying to do our best to equip you guys to make the right decisions. So hope that helped and enjoy your evening and everybody stay safe and stay isolated and make sure you stay disciplined.